Hello, I'm your host Paul, and you're listening to the Magical Kingdom of Walt. Your attention, please. The Santa Fe and Disneyland passenger train, the E.P. Ripley, now loading on track number one for a trip around Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. All aboard! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Magical Kingdom of Wall. Thank you for joining me. Up front, I want to say I'm really, really sorry, but I promised another episode in December and it just didn't happen with, with Christmas and the new year. I just I just didn't have the time to, to actually record anything else. So I want to apologize up front. And, and on that note, I kind of want to say the likelihood is that it will be two shows a month, not three. I'm definitely going to be doing a Disneyland show and a Universal show every month. So there'll be another Universal show before the end of this month. And then I'll be back early in February with another Disneyland show. But I did just want to make that apology. It was my fault. I am just so busy at the moment. I'm recording multiple podcasts for the After Dark Network. We've just launched a new new podcast, myself and Craig, um, talking about our Halloween Horror Nights trip in, in September that's coming up. So I've launched that. I'm still doing Discover DLP. I'm still on Dis After Dark. I make occasional appearances on on the other shows as well, as well as Biff Pal Bam. We've just done a, a new show uh, on our comic book show over there, which I'm the host of as well. So I'm just really busy, and I'm also studying as well at the moment. For anybody that listens to any of the shows, I, I am studying at the moment, so that's that's taking time out of my my life as well. So. Just wanted to put that out front and say I'm really sorry. We are going to cut down to two shows. It's not going to be three, but I really hope I can get back to doing three again in in the near future and get get into that the Los Angeles and, and California in general show at some point. So I just wanted to say say that and thank you for listening as well. So to the show, it's the Disneyland show. I I wanted to talk about. Something that's that's cropped up in in recent months, but has only just kind of been acknowledged by Disney themselves. But it was first noticed that Adam the Woo, a, a great vlogger that we've watched for for many a, many a year, had started noticing that some of the the decoration around the park had started to to disappear. Not just decoration, trees, plants, and also benches had seemed to be disappearing. And I can understand why this was happening. They, they've obviously got Galaxy's Edge opening this summer. And Disneyland is a very small park compared to every other park around the world. It was the original park. It was built in a very small plot of land. It was what Walt could get his hands on at the time. And they are short of room. And this is all being done as as part of that making it a better experience for, for visitors and and a better a flow around the park, I, I guess you could say. So I could understand that, but it wasn't being acknowledged by Disney at the time. But in recent weeks, they've they finally acknowledged this and they've acknowledged it as, as part of a project. It's Project Stardust has, has begun at Disneyland. And, and it's something, as I said, it's been happening for a while. But they finally come out and said, yes, this is what we're doing. 
So, yes, benches are disappearing, and, and it, it's sad. I, I totally get why people would be annoyed about this. Obviously, people need to sit. You walk many a mile around a Disney park. Disneyland, as I said, is a small park, so it's not as bad, but it's still lots and lots of walking around a park, but obviously not as much as Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World is a, a massive, massive park, as is, is Park Disneyland here in, here in Paris. So... I can understand that reasoning, and I can also understand Disneyland and and any Disney park is a great place to people watch. And you take away benches, there's there's nowhere for you to sit and take in the park as as people make their make their way around it, and 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 you watch their day unfold in front of you. I can certainly understand why this would annoy people. And as I said, losing trees and and plants and and decorations around the park isn't isn't great either. Um, but I can also understand Disney's reasoning behind it. I can totally see why they're doing this ahead of the opening of, of Galaxy's Edge here in the, in the summer. It's not just these bits that they're doing as well. So so the big, big project is that they're actually um, doing some work on Sleeping Beauty Castle. Now, Sleeping Beauty Castle was built in the 1950s very quickly, very cheaply. We know they've got the the walkthrough underneath that's being worked on that that's been closed for a while and they're working on that to improve that as well but the major major project of, of project stardust is doing work on sleeping beauty's castle so at the moment it's walled off it's got a massive wall all the way around it you can't get near the castle so what they've done is they've actually put some murals of based on the Sleeping Beauty story around the castle on these on these walls. So that's that's at the moment you can't can't get anywhere near the castle. The as I said the murals look wonderful. The major problem that Disney have is as I said it was built very cheaply. It wasn't built to stand up to some of the things that have, have happened to Sleeping Beauty's castle. So over the years there's been a lot of anniversaries and, and things like that, where things have been hung on the castle, things have been added to the castle. Over the years, there's been mirrors and all sorts of things hung. And that's put a lot of pressure on the castle. And literally, the castle is on its last legs. Literally, you couldn't hang anything else on that castle. Not only that is, for the 60th, there was things stuck on the castle. Diamonds to celebrate the 60th. The problem they had was that they couldn't remove them without damaging the castle. So you either remove the diamonds and have to do work on what's left of the castle, or you just remove the bits of the castle that they were stuck on or that need rebuilding. Disney have made the decision that they're actually going to rebuild the bits that they were on. They're going to take off the bits that are there currently and rebuild them so what's going to happen with sleeping beauty castle is a scrim will be put up around the whole castle so you won't be able to see the castle at all at the moment you can still see it from from a, a distance still be able to take pictures of it at the moment but what will happen that will be covered you won't be able to see the castle at all and a scrim will be put up what a scrim is is basically scaffolding with a big tent over the top what disney like to do when they're doing this so they actually put a mural of the building on the scrim 
And that's what's going to happen. So you'll still be able to see a version of the castle, but it'll be a painted one, not the real one. So that's that's going on at the moment. The, the scrim hasn't gone up yet, but will do in the in the near future. So it's a massive, massive project. And it's, there's other things that have already been done. If if you remember rightly, um, about a year ago, or, or even two years, I'm not sure how long ago it was now, Main Street was actually dug up, was closed off, and was relayed. The the bricks in, on Main Street were, were relayed. So that was paid part of this major project. And I can totally understand why Disney are doing this now. It's, it's a downtime. I know Disneyland is a, is a locals park as such. But still, winter is the least busiest time. Once Christmas is out of the way and the new year is out of the way, that's when it's a good time to, to do this. So I totally understand why they're doing it. It will make the park look like it was when it first opened. That's their aim. They really want this park looking great before Galaxy's Edge opens. So that's going to be happening over the next five, six months until Galaxy's Edge opens. I'm, I can't wait to see what they do, how it's going to look once once they finish. They're, they're doing some work at, at the end of Main Street as well. So it's going to look fabulous once it's done. And talking of Galaxy's Edge, some details have leaked out about the major attraction that's going into, into Galaxy's Edge, into Batuu, into the Star Wars land. And that's the Rise of the Resistance. Now, we didn't know a huge amount about this ride. All we knew was that it was the major project. We, we've got the the Millennium Falcon ride that's going in as well, but that's, that's not seen as the, as the major attraction in this park. It was always Rise of the Resistance. So in recent weeks, we finally got some details on this ride. Now this ride, we'd heard some rumours that there was possibly going to be two ride vehicles. That is true. So there's definitely going to be two ride vehicles. So what what happens is you will be entering into a spaceship or a space building that will launch you off the planet. That will be your first ride vehicle. There will be a ride vehicle inside what is a circular room, very similar to Carousel of Progress in, in the way that the, the building will move inside. So you will be in your first ride vehicle, which will be... Very similar looking to a pod. You'll be putting a pod on. From what I've seen, it looks like it will be two people. It might be more. But what this gives Disney is an ever-moving ride vehicle. So you can be putting people on the ride as other people are getting off. So that gives them a better flow of, of riders they can be putting people on and off at the same time, which will will just give them a better flow. That will then launch you into space. You will get off that vehicle and you will be landing on a Star Destroyer. Everybody knows what the Star Destroyer is. We all saw it in the in the first episode in episode four, as it is now, a new hope or or just Star Wars. We all saw that at the beginning. So that's where you will be landing. But this will be a Star Destroyer set in the new trilogy, the final trilogy, episodes 7, 8, and 9. So you land on that planet, you do a bit of a walk between ride vehicles, and this is where you will enter a new ride vehicle. This is the one that everybody saw first at D23 and at the launch bay at Walt Disney World. We've all seen it, 
Uh, it holds eight to 12 people, I think. It might be more. You will have a droid animatronic that's driving your vehicle or flying your vehicle. I'm not sure how they're terming it at the moment. But in a very similar fashion to what we see in Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout with the audio animatronic Rocket Raccoon, we will meet our first audio animatronic proper full-on figure on this ride vehicle. That animatronic will be Kylo Ren. So that, that just tells you where this is, is set, what what time period it's set. And basically, you will then try and try and escape the Star Destroyer as Kylo Ren tries to take you down. We will meet a couple of Kylo Ren animatronics, I believe, throughout the ride. So this ride vehicle, in in the same way that Pooh's Honey Hunt in Tokyo and Ratatouille in Paris, which people will be seeing at Walt Disney World very shortly. They're very close to, to finishing that ride at, at Epcot in the French Pavilion. The the ride ve- This second ride vehicle will be a trackless, trackless vehicle. And that means it can go off. It doesn't follow one route. A computer system will send it in the directions that it wants it to send. And you will go through this this Star Destroyer trying to escape Kylo Ren. Now, we don't know much about the story other than those those simple story beats of trying to escape. What we do know, the ride will end with a Tower of Terror-like drop. I, I'm led to believe that this is as you escape from the Star Destroyer. It will be a, I've heard rumours that it'll be a 40-foot drop. As you escape the Star Destroyer. This all sounds great. It sounds like it really encapsulates everything you want. A dark ride, animatronics, and thrills as well. All sounds great to me, and I, I can't wait. The, the Millennium Falcon ride, I'm not as excited about. It seems very much like it's a, a basic uh, flight simulator type, type ride. Where you have some controls similar to, to Mission Space again at Epcot. So I'm not looking forward to that as much, but I think this is going to be a great, great land. Disneyland are getting it first. Walt Disney World aren't getting theirs. It's been said that currently they're on schedule for an October opening at Walt Disney World. That could change due to going through hurricane season and some, some wet weather could put the put, put that back for Walt Disney World. So Disneyland are getting it first. Disneyland Paris, we know we're a, a good two, three years away from, from getting our Galaxy's Edge. So Disneyland is going to be first. I'm sadly not going to be able to ride the Disneyland version. I'll be going to Walt Disney World first um, next year. Disneyland, our Disneyland trip won't be until 2021, sadly, at the moment. But I am going to get to ride it, but it won't be. It won't be the Disneyland version. But Disneyland are really building this up. They're going to get an influx of visitors of people that don't want to wait until Walt Disney World opens. So it's going to be a great year for Disneyland in, in that sense. It's going to be very busy, but it will be great. I'm really looking forward to seeing the overall part of the land, not just the, the, the attractions themselves, but uh, how how great this, this land's going to be, how in-depth and detailed it's going to be. I'm looking at this, uh, and this, for me, I can... This is going to be a plus on the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I can definitely see why Disney have held off. They they knew they had something here, and and they know it's a Harry Potter beta for me. 
Star Wars may have tailed off a little bit in the last few years. They obviously Last Jedi didn't do so well as as Force Awakens, and and Solo certainly didn't do as well as even some of the prequels wasn't so well received. So, but I believe this this is a, a Potter killer for for Disney. I can't wait for this. I'm really hoping this is is what they can do with with Marvel. From what I've seen, Marvel seems very generic from the from the plans we've seen so far. And I know that that Star Wars, that that Batu is is going to be the same in each park. Maybe a different a different way of it's being set out because of where it's built and and things like that. But I I think this will will stand out. What I'm seeing with the Marvel stuff is that it's it's going to be very generic. Not really feeling like it's properly Marvel. It's not going to be in-depth and detailed as much. I, I imagine the attractions will be great, but it just doesn't seem to me like they're going as detailed and in-depth. And and maybe I'm wrong. I'm a, a much bigger Marvel fan than I am Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars. I go to the cinema to see them. I, I was very lucky to have met Carrie Fisher um, 10, 12 years ago. But I wouldn't call myself a massive, massive fan, unlike some people. Marvel, I would. I, I watch every TV show that they produce. I, I watch every film that they produce. I go and see the films multiple times and, and, and absolutely love Marvel. But I really, I at the moment, it might be me wishing, but at the moment, I don't see the Marvel lands being as, as detailed as, as Galaxy's Edge is. So hopefully I'll be proved wrong, but at the moment I I don't see that. But that's how I feel about about Batu, about Galaxy's Edge at the moment. Really, really excited for it. So on that note, I'll bring the episode to an end. As I said, there will be another Universal show before the end of the month, and then I'll be back early in in the new month in February with another Disneyland show. Thank you for listening. The last two episodes have done fantastically well. Thank you all for listening. The Universal show really blew my mind as as to how well that did. So I'm really excited about where this is going. So thank you for listening and keep on dreaming. Ladies and gentlemen, Disneyland has now ended its normal operating day. We hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom and that you'll be back with us again soon. Drive carefully on your way home. Good night. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say good night to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Because we like you Careful getting home. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>